Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Fire Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. We are a nonpartisan nonprofit that defends the rights of free speech nationwide with a particular focus on college campuses. This case is on our radar because we're interested in university responses to controversial speakers. Um, our goal is to defend the freedom of speech and the First Amendment in a nonpartisan manner. We defend individuals and speakers, regardless of what they say, as long as they're protected by the First Amendment, uh, whether they're from the left or the right, or they're controversial or they're benign, uh, we will defend um, their rights. And with a particular focus on student groups, and in this case, um, student groups have the right to to host controversial speakers on campus. And when they do, it's a great opportunity for the student body to learn, to educate themselves, and to confront opposing views. And here we have a very controversial speaker, Michael Knowles, and it's great to see the university allow the speech to go on and to allow a Q&A session for students to question the speaker and engage in discussion about these, these views. I, you know, this used to be a, a role that you kind of expect, like the ACLU, to be involved in. Um, why the need for an organization like FIRE? FIRE's calling card is an unapologetic defense of free speech. We do not make decisions based on the particular viewpoint the ideology expressed. We defend a, a wide array of expressive rights, um, particularly on campus, regardless of the, the viewpoint here. And we will um, take cases that uh, feature speakers and students that may be controversial or distasteful or hateful because we believe the First Amendment protects everybody equally and everyone has an equal right to free speech, including speech that may offend others or um, many people. And we believe that um, our society is better off by knowing what people think and by confronting people with opposing views. And we're all um, more wiser and even safer uh, by having the full array of ideas expressed in our community. The uh, president here at UB, Satish Tripathi, um, you know, released a statement this week saying hateful, dehumanizing rhetoric is an affront to everything our community embraces. But he added that the university must support the principles of the First Amendment. And as long as they're abiding by university guidelines, state laws, they can't disallow a student group from inviting a speaker onto campus. What do you make of that response? And, you know, I guess the follow-up question would be, where does that, you know, I guess rank uh, amongst things that you've seen across the country? Yeah, it's a good response. We're glad to see the university recognize its First Amendment obligations, legal obligations to defend free speech. They're doing the right thing by allowing the speaker to come to campus and by not shutting down the speaker or, or silencing the speaker. And universities have the right to condemn speakers. They have their own free speech rights to express their own views about the speakers that come to campus. And it's important to recognize that universities need not endorse or agree with every single speaker or student group that is on its campus. It can have its own views about what it believes. 
And the important thing is that the speaker is allowed to come to campus and students are allowed to protest the speaker without disrupting him, of course, and present their own views in this marketplace of ideas. So it's a good response. We're glad to see it, and we hope the university follows through um, on its commitment, on its promise to allow the speech to go through and to allow students to confront the speaker. We've all seen you know, videos of something like this happening. Really, it's uh, only been over the last decade or so. But speakers being, you know, quote unquote, shouted down, uh, not really being allowed to speak, uh, you know, these loud protests. What does fire the organization make of those? And what you keep mentioning the ability to protest, the ability to speak out against. Uh, what does that look like when done effectively in your eyes? Sure. So we're talking about the heckler's veto here. Uh, it, protesters' use of violence or noisemakers drowning out or to disrupt the speaker and disrupt the event so that others in the audience can hear them. And this act of censorship is antithetical to free speech in the First Amendment. It prevents the student body from hearing the speaker and even from confronting the speaker and having that discussion and viewpoints that the First Amendment protects. And we condemn the heckler's veto, and we urge universities to ensure both student safety and free speech when it comes to these events that may have violent protests. Um, they can do this by protecting the speaker, by allowing students to protest the speaker, and by ensuring that the event goes off without a hitch, by preventing disruption and addressing it when it does occur. Um, the second part of your question, yeah, we, we urge students to come to these events and to hear the speaker. And I know this event here has a Q&A session, which is great. It's a wonderful opportunity for students who may be opposed to Knowles to go there and question his viewpoints, have a discussion, have a debate, really um, question him about what he's trying to say. That's the best way to advance your viewpoints and to have a, a full hearing out of the ideas at play here. It's a much better approach, this more speech approach, than silencing the speaker or shutting him down. So students can do this during the Q&A session. They can hold signs at the event. They can walk out. Um, they can have um, their own event. They can have a, a counter event, perhaps a speaker that's opposed to those on campus. They can have a discussion group about this or a, a public um, you know, town hall kind of event for this. Uh, what they can't do is shut down the speech. They cannot um, silence others' rights and figure out their others' rights to free speech um, using uh, violence or substantial disruption. Uh, that would not be okay under the First Amendment. Is this, you know, phenomenon, so to say, I mean, strictly on college campuses, uh, is this where we're seeing this? I mean, other speakers have spoken outside of a, a college campus setting, and there will be protests, but you don't really see these things that you're talking about, you know, shouting down or um, uh, maybe even a speaker being disallowed or uninvited from a place uh, as much as you do on a college campus. Why does this seem to be focused on the campus setting? Um, uh, maybe I'm wrong on, in, in that assumption, but uh, why do, are we talking about this on a campus? That's a good point. This, this phenomenon of shutting down speakers disinviting them seems to be limited to the campus environment. And I, I guess our theory would be that many college students mistakenly believe that this is an acceptable way to protest speakers and to get their viewpoints across. They, they mistakenly believe that silencing speakers and, and censoring your opponents is an effective, persuasive technique. And that's the complete opposite um, of, of what a free speech culture should entail. It should entail engaging with opposing viewpoints, having a discussion, really um, getting into the weeds of the ideas and the viewpoints being expressed. And, and we always urge students to take a more speech approach, to use your own speech, your own facilities to 
um, to advance your viewpoints. And we hope this phenomenon does not ex- does not spread to you know outside society. We hope it. Um, we hope universities uh, will educate their students and have um, you know more more educational environments when it comes to free speech when it comes to teaching students the the proper way to protest and the ways they can do so um, under the First Amendment. How do you feel your idea has been accepted? Um, are, are people listening? Are people open to debate? Or have we grown to just like and accept this idea of, I like to hear what I like to hear, don't want to hear anything else? I think we're making good progress here. I mean, we get the stories of students uh, shouting down speakers and silencing them, the heckler's vetoes. They get a lot of play, but for every speaker that that happens to there are dozens of others where the event goes off without a hitch where students do have a productive engagement with the speaker and do have um a a learning experience when it comes to opposing speakers and so it's a tragedy when it does occur when speakers are shut down and the events are canceled um but there's a lot of events on campus that really do feature that more speech approach and i think the tide is changing i think students um are understanding more about the free speech culture and about um, how we can engage with opposing viewpoints, and as they should, because when you get out there into uh, the rest of society, you know, there's a lot of offensive and hateful viewpoints out there, and being able to, to engage with them and to learn from them and to have a discussion about them is a really important skill. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 